This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amyal Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the 26th of October. It is a Thursday, and the weather is very gloomy and... Uh, You know, a lot of people don't like the gloomy weather uh, in other parts of the world, but right here in the UAE, we get so excited when we see a little bit of rain. The weather is a little bit, you know, gloomy, a nice cold breeze of wind, and alhamdulillah, it's a great start for the weekend if you're working and living right here in Sharjah. But when it comes to tech news in the UAE, UAE Taxi Corporation will be using AI to track and monitor taxis, buses, and even delivery riders. Also, we're talking about how the UAE Central Bank does launch an instant payment platform, Annie. And this is the same like Cash App or Venmo that is being used around the world, especially in the United States. We're also talking about how Washington and 41 states have accused or suing social media giant Meta for its alleged harm of youth. We're also talking about how Apple TV Plus is getting a price hike and a lot of other Apple applications is getting a big price hike and will this reduce the number of subscriptions to their services or not we have been looking at how a lot of these subscription based applications are getting much 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 more pricier but the question is why 4215 ladies and gentlemen let me know what you guys think i'm taking a very short break but when i come back i'm talking all about how taxis and a lot of other cars right here in the uae will be using ai and the UAE is going to track them. But I'm going to leave you guys with a classic song, Numb, by Linkin Park. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. The UAE Taxi Corporation is going to use AI to track and monitor taxis, buses, and even delivery riders. Now, this AI system monitors routes and drivers' behavior for taxis, school buses, limousines, and even delivery motorcycles and public buses in the Emirate of Dubai. Now, the Taxi Corporation has announced the use of AI technology to closely track the performance of its extensive fleet, which does consist of 14,500 drivers and 7,200 vehicles. Now, the DTC is a subsidiary of the RTA and it does employ this technology as it does control the center to oversee a wide range of transport services including taxis, limousines, school buses, public buses and even motorcycle. Now the the center does assist senior management in making swift and efficient decisions in addition to providing key schedule for events organized in the Emirate of Dubai to distribute on-demand taxi fleet and even redirecting vacant vehicles to high-demand areas. Now, the AI system not only does monitor the route taken by these vehicles, but also does scrutinize the behavior of the drivers. Now, we do know in the UAE we have a lot of taxis, and we need someone to monitor these taxis, and it's obviously not logical or applicable for human beings to monitor all the thousands of taxis that are on the roads of the UAE every day. And that is where we deploy AI to look and monitor these taxis, obviously based off the rules and guidelines that the humans give these, uh, you know, these AI technologies. And again, 
a very, very, very nice feature is how taxis will be distributed to high demand areas instead of being in one area where they don't need a taxi and, uh, you know, no one's ordering a taxi. So when AI is being implemented, especially when it goes to we do we do know that a lot of, a lot a lot of public transformation is one of the main reasons why there's a lot of congestion because mashallah right here in the UAE you know we got a lot of people using public transport and again uh, you know this could lead to traffic and congestion at sometimes because taxis and buses uh, you know they don't know where to go exactly they would they go to the they frequent the high populated areas sometimes that are no longer in demand of their services so redirecting them two areas where the services are required and needed will lessen up traffic on the other parts of the emirate now we are looking at how again uh, the scope of monitoring does extend to various vehicle types and that does include 1000 school buses 600 delivery motorcycles and 400 limousines to ensure the safety and punctuality of school bus trips now the control center also does play a vital role in supporting drivers and even addressing their needs they also do measure the efficiency of daily vehicle movements now it is a comprehensive tool that does streamline operations and does ensure the optimal use of the fleet now the, the development does come in the wake of dubai's introduction of the state-of-the-art high-tech bus which is equipped with an array of intelligent features now that does go such as surveillance cameras and systems to safeguard the well-being of students now the buses are also equipped with both GPS tracking and an automate automatic fire suppression service also in case of emergency an alert does connect to the system and directly to the control center we're also looking at how the Emirates of Abu Dhabi is also following suit equipping bus equipping buses uh, with special cameras to identify people who will fail to stop when indicated by the vehicle's retractable stop sign used during student disembarkation now those who do not comply do face a fine of 1000 dirhams and 10 black points now again it is beautiful how we are using AI on the road where it does matter in my opinion, the most. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. We are taking a very short break, but when we come back, much more techno tech news is coming at you. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, this is very big news happening right here in the UAE. And I love, I love the news I'm about to tell you guys because if you know about instant payment services like Venmo Cash App that is very popular in the West in, in the UK and in the US uh, it's a, it's a way to transfer or send money really quickly for example let's say you're out at dinner with friends and um, you know someone's gonna pay the bill and you want to pay your share of the bill and instead of splitting it all just at one time with the waiter you can just have one person pay and then you can send them the money uh, that is how Venmo works, or if you have, uh, if you want to pay someone or, or an IOU. But right here in the UAE, we never had that actually until now, because the UAE Central Bank has launched an instant payment platform called Ani, which is A-A-N-I. That is the way it is spelled. Now, the Central Bank of the UAE has launched Ani, which is a new instant payment platform that is produced by the Central Bank of the UAE and a subsidiary of Etihad Payments. Now. We're looking at how they have launched 
That new instant payment platform in partnership with its subsidiary, just like I did mention, Al Ittihad Payments. Now, this is one of the Middle East's largest banking systems and institutions, and the Central Bank of the UAE says the launch of Annie will transform the landscape of digital payments in the UAE. Now, the platform is available on a mobile app and will be taken to market by the partner's financial institutions. Now, who can now offer consumer payments processing instantly and securely at any given time? So, wait, let me, let me snap my fingers real close. With a snap of a finger, everything will be done. Now, the application does offer more than just an instant payments, though. And that does include the features that will allow consumers to split bills and transfer funds just through the use of phone numbers. That is amazing. Now, what's more is that Annie will enable businesses to accept payments using QR codes. Now, more features are expected to be introduced to the platform as it does roll out across the UAE. Now, we're also looking at real-time direct debit and e-check processing, but the central bank's immediate goal is to onboard tens and thousands of merchants to use the platform in the coming months. Now, it has already uh, it already has eight licensed financial institutions involved with integrating the application at launch, and those do include Al Fardan Exchange, Emirates NBD, First Abu Dhabi Bank or FAB, National Bank of Fujairah, Abu Dhabi Commercial Bank, Finance House, Mashraq Bank, and Habib Bank AG Zerk. So again, all of these banks are already um, creating a partnership or have developed a partnership and signed a partnership with the application. So if you have any of these banks, you are now eligible to use the platform. Now, the subsidiary Al Ittihad Payments does aim to onboard the rest of the UAE's uh, licensed financial institutions by the end of 2024. And the launch of this application does come after Al Ittihad Payments did sign a partnership agreement with India's NPCI International. And that is to help develop an inaugural domestic card scheme for UAE citizens, which does uh, and is alongside the launch of Annie and does form parts of the central bank's uh, financial infrastructure transformation program. Now, the FIT program, which is what they call it, was launched in February of 2023 with the aim of rapidly accelerating digital transformation across the UAE's financial sector. So this is very, very big news, ladies and gentlemen. Payment, payment, instant payments is so important in our day and age because let's be 100% honest, ladies and gentlemen, who uses... Who uses cash nowadays? I rarely carry cash with me. And instant payment systems are very, very important. But I would like to give a big shout out to our sound engineer, Vikas, who brought this story to light for me. Thank you, Vikas. And again, I have already downloaded the application. I've signed up and I'm ready to use the application. So ladies and gentlemen, again, I want you guys to get this application. It is an application that will change the way you do payments, whether it's through friends through family, or even when you are going shopping in real life. The application is Annie, A-A-N-I. It is available on iOS and the, the Google App Store. So again, get the application. Very quick and simple to set up. All you need is your phone number that is affiliated with the bank you're using. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. I am taking a short break, but when I come back, I'm talking all about how Washington... And 41 states are suing social media giant Meta for its alleged harm to the youth. Check this out. Check this out. All 95.
Ladies and gentlemen, very big news coming out of Washington and 41 other states as they do plan on suing social media giant Meta for its alleged harm of the youth. Now, Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson has announced that the state is suing Meta parent company of Facebook and Instagram for allegedly charging and uh, sorry, allegedly targeting and harming young users. Now, Ferguson does join 41 additional state uh, attorney generals that are taking legal action against Meta. Now, the lawsuit does claim that Meta designed and deployed harmful and psychological manipulative product features to induce young users compulsive and extended platform use, while falsely assuring the public that its features were safe and suitable for young users. Now, its specific allegations of harm do include misleading the public about the dangers of its platforms, concealing its efforts to exploit and manipulate its most vulnerable consumers, which are teenagers and children, and also ignoring the damage caused to youth and refusing to stop the use of known harmful features. Now, the 233-page lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California, and it does claim that Meta's actions do violate state consumer protection laws and the Federal Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. Now, 33 states are part of the federal suit, while seven states in Washington, D.C. are filing, filing suits in state courts, and Florida is also filing its own federal lawsuit. Now, in response to that, a Meta spokesperson responded by email to the suit, stating, We share the Attorney General's commitment to providing teens with safe, positive experiences online and have already introduced over 30 tools to support teens and their families. Now, the spokesperson also continued that saying that we are disappointed and that instead of working productively with companies across the industry to create clear age appropriate standards for the many apps teens use, the attorney generals have chosen the path, this path, which is the path of suing and obviously taking legal action. Now, the suit does ask the court for a permanent injunction to stop ongoing violations and prevent future violations of the act, which is by Meta. And they also are asking for damage, restitution, and other compensation. Now, this is very big news, ladies and gentlemen, as uh, we are looking at how a lot of politicians in the U.S., especially when it comes to the Attorney General now, the Attorney General is not a, a, a small deal. It is a very big deal. Now, an Attorney General of the state is also... He's the top dog. He's the boss of whatever happens in the law in the state of the respected state. In this example, Washington, California, and even Florida. Now, them taking and gathering 41 of these attorney generals and now creating a whole new lawsuit against Meta. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I do hope that Meta has a very good legal team because it's going to be very hard to go against these 41 attorney generals. Now... We are looking at how these individual states also made additional requests to resolve the issue. And Ferguson is asking for civil penalties and enhanced civil penalties of up to $12,500 for each violation of the Washington state law. Now, he further does ask for money, property and data acquired by Meta as a result of the conduct being targeted by the suit. 
Now, at a Seattle event just last week, Instagram head Adam Missouri did promote the platform's efforts to safeguard teens, and his audience was a group of roughly three dozen online influencers who do post content about parenting issues. Now, the lawsuit also does attack Meta's fundamental business model, which does rely on ad revenue based on the amount of time and engagement of its users. Now, they went on to say that the business model that is used by social media platforms is engagement and more engagement, more advertisers, and that is what they are looking for. But how might you build in well-being into that business model? I think some regulation is required to nudge or even compel companies to do that. So we are looking at how there is mounting pressure through lawsuits and legislation to address the social media's impact. Now, I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen, social media has a great impact on our daily lives and how we think and our mindset. It's very influential. Social media has a very big influence, not only on teens, but as adults as well. And I do believe there needs to be a safeguard when we're looking at people and children under the age of 18 and how and what they are exposed to online. Now, we're looking at how in May, the U.S. Surgeon General has expressed concern about the negative role of social media on the nation's youth mental health crisis. And we are looking at how mental health has been a very, very big topic in the U.S. and how social media is contributing to mental health in a negative way, even though I do believe that social media can also give a very positive impact if you are following the right people. I don't want to make everyone a villain in this conversation, but there's also very positive and impactful people who not only motivate the youth, but also motivate adults as well. Now, again, lawmakers in states including California, Texas, Arkansas, Montana, and Utah have also passed legislation targeting kids' safety and privacy on social media, even though the courts have blocked some efforts on First Amendment grounds. And it's a very big lawsuit if they're going to bring the Constitution of the United States into it. So again, we will be covering this as the story does develop and as we look at this will be, uh, you know, tailored in a court of law. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. And let me know how you think social media impacts your daily life. But on a much happier note, I'm going to be playing Don't Worry, Be Happy. I love this song. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? If you're tired of paying subscriptions, well, I'm tired too because Apple TV Plus is getting a price hike and other Apple subscriptions are getting a price hike too. And that is very bad news for anyone who likes using Apple products or, uh, you know, Apple services. And now Apple is raising the prices of several of its services and that does include Apple TV, Apple Arcade, Apple News, Apple One, and Apple TV Plus is going from $7 per month to $10 per month. That's a $4 increase. And Apple's other services are seeing significant hikes too. Now, this is horrible news. I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys because, you know, we have went away from the business model of paying things one time. And the business model in this day and age with technology is subscriptions. And at first you think, eh, it's okay, $5, $6, whatever. But when you consider all the other subscriptions you're paying for, it does put a hole in one's pocket. Now, instead of $5 per month, Apple Arcade will also cost $7 a month. 
Apple's new Apple News is also increasing from $10 a month to $13 per month. And all three services are getting price increases, and that does mean the Apple One bundle, which puts everything into one, is going up as well. Now, here's a rundown of the new pricing across Apple's well, Apple One's three tiers. Now, individually, you will be paying $20, which previously was $16. For the family package, $25 before it was $22. And Premier is $40, and it was previously $32. So significant significant price hikes and it's very sad to see how we are looking at bad times of inflation and economy in the u.s and around the world and it's 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 it's, it's sad to see because again uh you know these people are we're using these applications and these services as a daily thing and you know we're looking at these price hikes and why why is it that is the main question and Apple's one individual plan and family plans do offer access to TV Plus, music, and even arcade. And the individual plan also does offer 50 gigabytes of iCloud Plus storage, while the family plan does allow 200 gigabytes of storage shared among five people. Now, the most expensive premier plan and adds Fitness Plus and News Plus subscriptions along with two terabytes of iCloud Plus storage. Now... Apple's spokesperson did confirm that these changes in a statement do add that existing subscribers will see the price increase go into effect. Now, 30 days later on their next renewal date. So even if you are a 5-10 year subscriber, you are still going to be paying that price hike. So we're all also looking at no loyalty to previous and longtime uh, subscribers. And also, they are raising prices in select international markets. Now, Apple reports its fourth quarter earnings next Thursday and revenue from subscription services like iCloud and Apple TV have been very important and a growing segment for the company. And today's hikes will help to juice those numbers going forward. Now, I see no reason for Apple to be doing these price hikes as Apple is one of the most profitable companies on planet Earth. Now, we did see, or the last time we saw a price hike across Apple services is exactly one year ago today when it did rise the, raise the price of Apple's music, Apple TV+, and even Apple One. Now, it does not look like Apple is raising the price of its music, fitness plan, or iCloud Plus subscriptions this time around. But Apple is not the only ones that are raising the prices of their subscription services because we're looking at how Apple is joining several other streaming services that have raised their prices this year. And that does include Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus. Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, and even Max. So again, uh, I hope you guys have deep pockets and I hope we make more money because at the end of the day, Apple and a lot of other streaming services that do require subscription-based to use these services are hiking their prices and it's very sad to see how there is no respect to the consumer. But again, uh, I guess business is business as usual and these tech companies are trying to make the most out of the digitalization in the year we are today. And again, uh, what can one do? We just hope that uh, certain regulatory authorities do put a cap at what is suitable for the no normal consumer to be paying for these subscription services. And again, the EU is not shy of putting Apple and other tech companies in their place and in their seat when it does come to a big monopoly on these sectors. But again, 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think and uh, let me know what you pay your subscriptions for. I use Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime 
and uh, I do not have any Apple bundles just because I would rather get my services from somewhere else that is more affordable and more reliable. But for 215, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to continue the conversation with you guys, but this does mark the end of Future Talk for today. But I'll be seeing you guys on Monday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. And I want you guys to have a great weekend ahead of you if you're living and working right here in Georgia. And if you're not, stay strong as one more day left. Also, the weather is getting better, even though some people like to argue that uh, gloomy weather is not nice weather. But for me, the gloomy weather and the rainy weather is just beautiful. Alhamdulillah. See you guys on Monday. Keep it locked right here on Pulse 95.